Welcome to Women on the Line, a national feminist current affairs program produced by women and gender non-conforming people at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Priya Kunjan. On this week's show, you'll hear a conversation between myself, Dr. Indigo Willing, and Emily Kafoa, both of whom are skaters based in Queensland who talk about consent, anti-racism, and skateboarding culture in so-called Australia. I'm speaking with Dr. Indigo Willing, she, her, who's a Vietnamese sociologist and skateboarder and a co-founder of We Skate Queensland and also a co-founder of Consent is Rad. And she's based in Minjin on Yagara and Turbul land. And we're also joined by Emily Kafoa, who's a Bunjalang skater, Minjinbul girl from Tweed Heads, founder of Girl Skate Gold Coast. And she's the only female member of the Songline skate team where she is a new ambassador. So Emily and Indigo, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. So I thought we could kick it off um, with both of you self-introducing a little bit more. So maybe we can go into who you are and maybe your favorite thing about skateboarding. Uh, Emily, do you want to start? Um, All right. I'm Emily, the founder of Girl Skate Girl Crew. The thing I love about skateboarding is that you don't get judged. And I've literally like, skateboarding is just the best thing ever. It's literally saved my life. Like I suffer from... um, depression and anxiety and stuff like that so yeah skateboarding has saved my life and I've met some of the best people Indigo is one of them and yeah it's just it's the best yeah I love that um and Indigo yeah so I totally love skateboarding it makes no sense why I would love skateboarding because I started when I was a um, 41 year old mum and the scene is just so accepting that you can do that. You can literally just walk in and as long as you give it a go, you'll find great friends, second family, often a you know surrogate family for you in skateboarding. And I have done a number of events with Emily and Girl Skate Gold Coast. We uh, collaborate quite a bit. So with We Skate Queensland, uh, which was originally Girl Skate Brisbane, and we've expanded that. Uh, to be more inclusive, we're going to do an event, an art event soon, uh, concentrating on just not complying and being rebels and just being yourself and encouraging the LGBTIQ uh, community and youth just to really change the way that skateboarding all the stereotypes and just making it a safe space and a you know, really bad culture. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, that sort of approach really structures what we're going to talk about today and the sort of pushing pushing boundaries and increasing inclusivity um, in in skate culture. So um, I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about what mainstream skate culture is kind of like in so-called Australia. So including issues around things like barriers to access, safety, concerns about racism. Um, Did either of you want to speak to that? Because M's on the Gold Coast... And I'm in Brisbane, and although skateboarding shares a lot of stuff in common, they, they can be different scenes. So um, in Brisbane, it's um, a, a very macho culture. A lot of dudes, um, you know, we're not near a beach, so we don't have people that might surf and then come and skateboard as well, and more mixed genders. It's, it's predominantly been uh, the skate shops have been represented by the dudes, the, you know, the media, um, you go to the park, uh, for a long time, the dudes would definitely be the most 
largest uh, group of population there. And it's not it's not Melbourne and Sydney where it's, you know, sort of, um, I know, a bit more sort of, I don't know, got hipsters or something. It's, just, it's pretty real here and it's great. But I think in, in my scene anyway, the, the mainstream culture there hasn't had an understanding or had much space, not not unwillingly, but it just hasn't had much presence by any other genders but the dudes. So, yeah, it's been it's been interesting and it's it's quickly changing now because of social media. It's pretty easy to put something on Instagram or Facebook and get a whole bunch of people to come down and try skateboarding now. But in the past, really, you had to, you know, you had to be pretty tough and you had to, yeah, hold your own a bit in skateboarding here. But everyone was very lovely. Yeah. So the mainstream culture, yeah, definitely um, sort of, you know, yeah, as you'd expect in Thrasher magazine and that kind of thing. What you, Em? Yeah, I agree with you with, like, um, Gold Coast and Brisbane. It's definitely a different, um, like, skateboarding, we're all a big family. But like what you said, you know, it's a different kind of scene. It's more macho, definitely, in Brisbane. It's changing a lot, though. I remember, like, because I've skated since I was, like, probably about eight. Mm. I grew up and I was probably about, there was another, one other girl in Tweed that skated. And we used to get picked on, like, a lot, you know, because we were the only girls. And I remember, you know, but the, the shops were pretty good and stuff. But... Since I've come back into skating, I've noticed how many girls are finally, you know, getting into it. And they're, they're going hard too and they're going mm. better, like not better, but pretty pretty good. Like mm-hmm. the guys and that, you know what I mean? Like in yeah. such a young age and stuff, like it's crazy. Things are changing, which is good. Like when I was um, – I remember one thing that my mum told me when I was about 14 when I was in my prime of skateboarding. And she said, because um, she was she was like, what do you want to be when you grow up, Em? And I was like, a pro skater or, you know, something to do with skating. And she said, no, girls don't skate. It's mm. a men's thing. Mm. And, you know, that kind of like threw me off a bit. But as I've grown up, I'm like, no way. Skateboarding's for everyone. So. Yeah. And, I mean, that's definitely been a massive part of um, the community work that you both do in trying to build up these spaces to, to let people know that skateboarding is for everybody. Um, so what has it been like to, to either found or, or develop further some of these inclusive skate crews where you are? So um, whether it's in Brisbane or the Gold Coast, um, Indigo? Well, I think there's a, there's a lot of similarities and a lot of ways that uh, Emily and I support um, what we try and do. And that is to try and put the spotlight on all types of skateboarders. So uh, definitely with um, Emily, and she can talk to this, she has like a team where she highlights, you know, various um, girl skateboarders that are just killing it. The, the, the skills level of the little girls blows everybody away. And this macho culture that we're talking about, you know, previously I think the, the men didn't, not through their own fault, but they didn't have high expectations of the skills of the girls. And now they're finding that the girls come and, you know, just shred and like leave their tricks behind for dead. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny to watch their like mouths just like you know drop. Yeah, the the opportunities that we've tried to do, and I I, I um, collaborate on We Skate Queensland with a group of others. So it's co-founded by Tora Waldron, who's from the Gold Coast, Evie Ryder, who's from Brisbane. We've got some new faces in the scene, like Millie Miljevic, who's from Brisbane. So there's a bunch of us, and we're all different. Um, ages, we've got different backgrounds, we all bring different community experiences 
to the group that can really, uh, yeah, sort of make it more uh, in inclusive for as many people as we, we, we try to anyway. And we've been working with a lot of uh, new groups that are popping up in Brisbane, like inclusive skateboarding and death discrimination, big focus on um, gender fluid, non-binary, gender non-conforming skater borders, and really just trying to evolve with um, the people that are coming in and want to skate and making that space everybody's. It's been the best thing that I've decided to do was, um, you know, make Do Girls Skate Gold Coast. Like, I, I don't know if, like, I've, I've noticed a lot more females and um, stuff getting out to skate parks and that now since, you know, posting um, the girls skate Gold Coast stuff in Pizzy and that. Like, when I first started going, there was not that many girls, but now it's, like, getting over overridden by girls. And the girls' scene is, is blowing up massive as well, which is a good thing. Uh, that's one thing that um, we want in the Indigenous as well, like in the songlines thing, is to get more girls involved, Indigenous girls. Yeah, absolutely. Emily, actually, do you want to um, talk about Songline a bit more? So what does Songline skateboarding <clears throat> do? Songline skateboarding is a First Nations skateboarding team and it's the first one ever. So we're trying to get as much like yeah, exposure out there um, but a lot of a lot of big like a few companies uh, posted and sharing all that stuff and all that. Like um, I was meant to be going to WA for the Rumble on Rockingham, but unfortunately because of the COVID stuff and all that, um, I couldn't go. But I'll be going to the next one. But this this one at um, in WA, they'll be having a a pretty big turnout for the Indigenous skaters, which yeah, it'll be good to see. And we want to focus on, um, you know, giving back to community as well because we want to go out to remote where, you know, they don't have the access to things that we do, like um, skateboards and all that kind of stuff. So me and Josh Werribone, who's he's the founder of Songland Skate Team, we want to, like, get as many skateboards and all that kind of stuff and go out remote and just give them to the young kids and, because we've got um, another friend out there. He runs Spinifex. Yeah, Spinifex Gate. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and he's got ramps and stuff out there. So, yeah, that's our plan to go do that and give back to community and see how we go from there. Yeah, awesome. And I guess speaking about building positive space indigo um could you tell us a bit about where the anti-racism and consent work that you're doing intersects um with skateboarding and your participation in skate culture sure so the great thing about skateboarding both for uh, emily and me is that it's fun so like the world's pretty sometimes and you know you want to change that make it really welcoming but the work is really heavy you know doing that kind of anti-racism work uh, against sexual violence can be really stressful and heavy, right? So through skateboarding, um, it allows us to do what we love and have fun and share a positive message at the same time. So um, with the anti-racism stuff, uh, Skaterstan, it's an overseas group have reached out and they're going to be doing some anti-racism work with us um, and other groups, other skateboarding groups as well, looking at how, you know, it's not just inclusion of like saying having a team member, you know, or, or three team members that, you know, um, aren't just white, cis, bro, 
heterosexual dudes, but like, you know, who's behind the scenes? So with Girls Skate, Gold Coast and We Skate Queensland, you know, the people that are running it, the volunteers, the people that are filming, the people that are being filmed, you know, a lot of diversity there. And I think that's the true anti-racism work as well, rather than just, you know, for a moment having a poster and having throwing in some, you know, diverse people. Uh, we're trying to, like, change everything around um, and, you know, uh, create the spaces rather than just, you know, being invited to the spaces and having five minutes there and then <laughs> getting pushed aside when everyone's had their moment to, you know, look diverse and stuff. So, yeah, really um, sort of changing the way that skateboarder has skateboarding has been built to concurrently exist beside the traditional or the most dominant culture, which has been, you know, um, not, not that, that diverse at all always open it's a punk culture it's like a do-it-yourself culture it's welcoming it's got all these things going for it but you know in terms of allyship this is something we're all learning all the time so just trying to create those sort of spaces so um with something like consent is rad um it would have been very easy for us just to target men and you know um only have say you know one particular gender pointed out or one particular gender represented but what we've tried to do is, um, you know, really get a say from everybody that skateboards, like, you know, what does your community want to say? Um, who from your community wants to be an ambassador and get photographed with, you know, uh, pro-consent education signs and, um, you know, breaking the gender binary, you know, moving that issue from, you know, just men and women to like looking at it, it's like, you know, there are many genders. So, you know, sexual violence isn't choosy. It's sort of something that we all need to you know, sort of concentrate on and do the work mm. and different populations don't always get that voice. And so I guess another challenge is trying to, yeah, you know, work out how to make the spaces for that. So yeah. just making it up as we go along, which is skateboarding. <laughs> You're listening to Women on the Line, and this is a conversation with Dr. Indigo Willing and Emily Kafoa about skateboarding, consent, and anti-racism. I also think there's like a lot of hard lessons and learning, and you can make mistakes, and you can like just do bad things, and like you know, because skateboarding is all about hurting, well, not hurting, but injuring yourself. Like you fall and you learn, you fall and you learn. Is that right, Em? Like you yeah, you fall and yeah. you get back up and you do it again. Yeah, so I think, you know, like, we're, that's the same with the work that we're doing. You know, we're tough, so... We are tough. <laughs> yeah. In in skateboarding, in this, like, three years that I've had girls, or almost three years that I've had girls skate Gold Coast, I have met some of, like, you know, the best supportive people that have helped me when I've been at my lowest points that, you know, my closest friends and, or were closest friends, whatever, family and stuff, you know, they couldn't help me. But, you know, I've got other, these skate family now that, you know, I trust and, yeah, it's good. Even the signs saying Girl Skate, Gold Coast or We Skate Queensland, people know it's meant to be a safe space. Like, you know, they know that they can come and just sit down and have a rest, have a drink in between skating, ask some questions. And it's just that safe space. Even if we're shy, we're going to be friendly shy, not other shy. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> So that's, that's the coolest because even walking into a skate park, the way it's designed can be very intimidating because people are moving fast. You've got to know how to use it. You don't even know sometimes where to put your bag down and just relax. And so it's, it's new to a skate park, yeah. Indigo, 
Do you want to tell us a little bit about the recently published piece, uh, Break the Cycle, How Skateboarders Can End Rape Culture, which I see has been published in Thrasher Magazine, uh, June 2021, which is huge, and Free Skate number 34? So sick. (laughs) If you had told me when I started skating, like, I don't know, in 2012 or 2013, that uh, one day you'd you'd be able to write something in Thrasher, saying, you know, let's talk about rape culture and let's just talk about consent. I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't believe that Thrasher would dedicate a full page to promoting that or at least, you know, having being open to that conversation. And yet it's a good conversation to have in any community. So Consent is Red isn't saying that skateboarders are particularly, you know, prevalent with rape culture or, you know, have issues of consent. Every culture does. So we're looking at you know, Parliament House, you look at the politicians at the moment, you look at the music scene, you look at like, you know, the high courts, you look at academia, you look at any football, you know, anywhere you go, there's going to be these problems. What I think is cool is that skateboarders have been pretty good now to embrace these conversations. Part of what we're doing isn't saying, let's just look at skateboarders and you know be negative. It's actually saying, no, let's look at how the community can be really strong and call out stuff that is harming us and teach the world a lesson from that too. So the Consent is Red was a collaboration with um, a variety of writers. Um, so black, Asian, white, non-binary, uh, trans, all sorts of, you know, uh, backgrounds coming together and just sort of having a say of what things they would like to have in a one-page sort of open letter or call to action for the skateboarding community. And it's just amazing that, yeah, at this stage, Thrasher, which was the biggest dude bro magazine, has been open to letting us have that conversation. So really a uh, good sign yeah. of where skateboarding's at. No one's perfect. This is where we're coming from. Like, you know, we're not we even emphasize we're not looking at um consent as a way of punishing, we're looking at it as a way of accountability. And we're not always gonna get it right. And, you know, as Emily and I said, you know, we're tough though. We're used to <laughs> failing and getting up and going going at it again. So We've got the tenacity and the persistence. Maybe we can return to, Emily, something that you sort of touched on on the start. So do you want to maybe return to touching on how you've seen skateboarding culture kind of begin to shift since the time you first started skating? Well, back in the day, like when I was skating, yeah, it was literally a, a boy, like a, a boy's sport kind of thing. Like, well, it wasn't really, but it was classed. That's what it was people would class it as. And I used to go to the skate park, but I was like pretty much as good as the most of the guys there. So like they they were all friendly as though to me. I was like, yeah, they were all my good friends and stuff. But um, yeah, I just wish that it it was like more accepting back when I was skating when I was younger, because um, you know, I got picked on for skateboarding. I just like skateboarding. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I love doing. Like, yeah. So I'm really happy to see the change in skateboarding, girl skateboarding and just everything. Yeah. And I mean, in no small part due to do the work that you're doing to really let people know that they belong um, and that they can come have a go. It's You know, it still happens. Like, um, I've got a young girl that I'm very close with, um, at the skate park and she talks to me about certain things and she, she gets sure she's actually moved schools because of how bad the bullying was. 
Like she was getting bullied so bad for it's because she was a skateboarder, rah, rah. and she's such a nice girl. Like she's, if you met her, she, you would be like, you know, she's such a, she's the best. Like she's so great, but people just are nasty, and yeah, you know that that stuff still does happen. I'm, yeah, working on changing that so that doesn't happen anymore. I think we're at a stage now. Usually, the dudes they didn't even think of having girls. Or any other genders involved with their events. Yeah. Now they're at a stage where they're like, "Hey, we're going to have an event and we want to have girls. Where do we go? How do we ask, you know, all these other genders to come and participate?" And that's where your group and our group can do something. It's like, well, you know, we can collaborate. We did this um, together. We did the Home of the Arts Festival. It's a huge festival up at the Gold Coast, and um, the original lineup was really great skaters, ones that we're big fans of, but they're all guys. <laughs> Yeah, Trent Ride is true legends. And so, but the organizers, you know, they, they got in touch with another skate group called Yeah Girl. And Yeah Girl invited yeah, us on as well. And can talk about what um, Girl Skate Gold Coast did. But for, for us, you know, we had like an art stand where we did Consent is Red art workshop. Mm-hmm. People could come up and get a tote bag and, you know, just write what they thought consent is. And, um, and what did, you always like had some artwork for sale. Yeah, we had art, or I had artwork, um, stickers and just like my merch and stuff. But I was down there mainly just trying to take some photos and good footage and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what we're saying as well. Like behind the scenes, you know, um, if all the media is run by dudes, we're still not involved. But but the females are starting to, like, um, I got a few female photographers to come along to that event. Yeah, I'm trying to get, you know, like um, I've also got a, a young a chick who's been photographing so like the more chicks the better kind of thing you know what I mean like girls well it's kind of like you know girls skate Gold Coast it doesn't really make sense if I've got a bunch of dudes running it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that that makes sense yeah yeah so yeah no that's and that's awesome like I think also something that's really coming through this whole um this whole conversation is that nothing that any of you do is alone right yeah I really really love that I mean you know, I'm, I'm I'm Vietnamese and I was raised by Australians, but you're always Vietnamese anyway. And so you're never just a person. You, you're sort of a Vietnamese. You know, you give back to your community. You're grateful for your life, you know, because it wasn't an easy trip out here and what we left behind. And, you know, everything you do is always for community. And I find that skateboarding is a lot like that too. So I really love it. I really want to emphasize that um, skateboarding can play a great role in anti-racism stuff and just sort of drawing attention to to things that aren't quite um, right or I think skateboarders are always going to throw themselves in there and they're not afraid to stick it to the man when it counts so it's like really a great you know it's a great culture to sort of you know throw light on this and there's a big famous skateboarder he's one of the people behind real skateboards uh, Jim Thielboard and he he said that um, skateboarders are great to talk about anti-racism because they're loud they're they're not afraid they're like people that take risks and that's the type of people you need to change things you can't sit on a fence always you know you can't sort of um you know try and be polite that's not going to get you very far so um there's a whole bunch of you know skateboards that say you know end racism Uh, skateboarders are running events that are you know um, combating racism and emily and i are going to meet up soon in the end of may for the never comply event um, which is an art event against discrimination, focusing on all sorts of, you know, people that can be marginalised and just turning it around and saying, ah, 
you know, you've got to learn from us and our messages. <laughs> our space too. So Yeah, awesome. I like yeah. Um so just to just to wrap up, um where can people find out um more about Songline Skateboarding, Girl Skate Gold Coast, We Skate Queensland and Consent is Rad? Well, um you can find Girl Skate Gold Coast on Instagram under Girl Skate Gold Coast. And on Facebook, the same as Girl Skate Girl Coast. And Songline Skateboarding. I'm not sure if they've got a Facebook yet, but I know they've got Instagram and it's Songline Skateboarding Team. And they've, um, they're getting shirts done um, to sell to help raise money for the um, trip to, the, to WA mm-hmm. as well. So I just thought I'd mention that in there. Yeah. And Indigo? You can find same places. Um, we Skate Queensland is on Instagram, so it's just at We Skate QLD. Uh, is Rad is on the Insta. Um, it's got a website. It's got a Facebook. To find us on Insta, it is Consent underscore is underscore Rad. And um, yeah, the, the you know there's a whole group of us collaborating. So it's not just me. There's like Tora Waldron, Evie Ryder, Millie Meldrevek got um riley pimbleton a whole bunch of really cool people coming on board and volunteering with us to do some cool stuff and we're going to collaborate with them on that event the no comply event and josh Werbone uh from songline is um just agreed that we can partner up to do fundraising for that wa trip so just sick stuff that's ahead final final thing is do either of you have any advice for aspiring women girls or gender diverse people out there who are thinking of starting to skateboard for the first time Get a skateboard, get out there and have fun and go and skate because skateboarding is for everyone. I, I totally back that. Skateboarding is fun and you are the change. So if you want to go out there and do your thing, uh, our groups are behind you, backing you 100%. See you out there. And that's all we have time for today on Women on the Line. You just heard a conversation with Dr. Indigo Willing, who's a Vietnamese sociologist and skateboarder based in Minjin, and who's the co-founder of We Skate Queensland and also co-founder of Consent is Rad, and Emily Kafoa, who's a bunch-along skater, Minjin Bull Girl from Tweet Heads, and the founder of Girl Skate Gold Coast. And Emily is also the only female member of the Songline skate team and is now one of their new ambassadors. Women on the Line is a national feminist current affairs program produced and presented by a range of women and gender non-conforming broadcasters from 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Women on the Line is broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network with funding support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The theme music for Women on the Line is by Ripley Kavara. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded at www.3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. We'd love to hear your comments or thoughts about the program, so please send an email to womenontheline at gmail.com or give us a call at 3CR on 039419 8377. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs>